Well, hi and welcome to the Connect Podcast. Pastor Ryan here. And uh, we've just finished a wonderful service where I had uh, a panel of experts on the mind. We're in this series talking about uh, us, our, our beings, our, our soul, mind, body, spirit, all working together in, in the way that God's created us. Uh, but our focus this morning was on the mind. And I'm joined this morning by uh, Keith Farmer. How are you, Keith? Fine. Great to have you with us. And uh, Rachel Briggs, Hello. who you'll know, and Lynn Anywell. Hi there. Thank you guys for joining us. So enjoy the panel. If you missed it, go back and listen to the podcast. It was spectacular and just so helpful. Um, so go and have a listen to this uh, that, that podcast if you haven't. But so we're talking about the mind. Now, Keith, uh, this morning, as we were talking about this one scripture that you pointed to right at the beginning that I think is so helpful with us managing our mind, helping us work towards having a healthy mind, healthy thought life. And that was Philippians, wasn't it? Philippians 4, yeah. verses 6 to 12, I think it is. 6 yeah. to 12. Yeah. Great passage, Paul writing to the Philippians. And he's helping them to kind of work out what their thoughts are and then to actually submit them to God, yeah? Yeah. So some of the key things he says, you're reading from the message here? Yeah. So could I read it? Very yeah. Don't fret or worry. Instead of worrying, pray. Let petitions and praises shape your worries into prayers, letting God know your concern. Before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness, everything coming together for good, will come and settle you down. It's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the centre of your life. And then it goes on to say, summing it all up, friends, I'd say you'll do best by filling your minds and meditating on things that are true, noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious, the best, not the worst, the beautiful, not the ugly, things to praise, not things to curse. In other words, there's two parts interrelated. One is when we find ourselves ruminating and self-talking that's negative and um, anxiety-provoking, let's settle down in God and commit ourselves to the security of his love and grace. And as it says, it will come and settle us down and we'll know God works everything together for good. So that the thought process is actually the servant of the deepest part of who we are. Are we securing God's love of grace? I love it. What a passage. I wonder if Paul actually studied some psychology. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's actually some psychology in this. Having spent a bit of time and paying attention to this morning, uh, there's some steps that he actually sort of outlines in this passage. And I'd love for you to read it. So go and read it together as a connect group. Philippians 4, starting from verse 6, all the way to uh, verse 12. That was was it. You were reading from the message. but Maybe read from some of the other translations and share what you uh, kind of get out of that passage. But so there's some steps here. Firstly, he talks about uh, our worries and concerns, that they're real, mm. right? We all have them, yes? Yeah. We do. Uh, but he, So he doesn't discount them as being emotions or thoughts or feelings that Christians can't have. Everyone has them. Yeah. But so in some ways, what, he, what is he doing here? He's kind of helping us to identify. Yeah, I'd say that's step one. Yeah. Saying let's take a moment. And that requires a moment. It requires us allowing a few moments, uh, a meditation period, a 
Encouraging us to do this, and what, Lynn, what, what, why is this so important? To put your finger on, to, to, to you talked about red flags. Oh, right. Well, look, we can't change what we don't know is happening. Right. You are disempowered unless you know what's happening. Yes. So let's get informed. Let's have a look at what's happening in our mind, and I think we were talking about as an exercise. Yes. Perhaps we could do that here in the Connect Group yeah. to sit down and to write out what has been bothering me over the past week. Yeah. Once we identify what's going on, now we're empowered to do something about right. that. According to that scripture, there are things yeah. that we can do about that. But while ever they're in washing machine mode, while ever they're in tumble dryer mode, uh, we've got no hope of catching those so things. So we're pointing out the sock, the undies, the shirt. Right. And we're kind of... And it's disjointed and illogical. Yeah. Let's bring it down to some rational words that we can place together right. so that we can understand what's happening. Now, that might not be the entirety of it, but at least it's a start. Let's start with doing things differently. Wow. And so, Keith, you talked about, you defined a little bit of what the soul is, that, what did you say was the, the seat of a, the, the emotion or the spiritual kind of, uh, you, you say it. Well, well <laughs> it's, it's, it's straightforward, but it's also fairly complicated. Yeah. The Bible presents us as unified human beings, but part of who we are is we have thoughts, we have emotions, we do actions, so we have a physical presence. But to the Bible and to God, the most important part of us, the center of who we are, is spiritual. Yeah. It's a for those who are not Christians, a small s. For those of us who are Christian, where the Holy Spirit is within us, changing us, including changing our thoughts. Right. So that um, the soul is actually the centre of our being where God lives and allows us to become more and more like him, including having our minds renewed. Um, uh, Romans 12, uh, by the mercies of God, um, uh, have your mind transformed yes. is yeah. a part of what does from deep within us, from our soul, so that the the mind is very, very powerful, but it's, yes. it's in some way subservient to our deepest part, which is spiritual and which comes from God. So that in this passage in Philippians 4, I love the way um, our deepest needs by way of thoughts are linked with prayer or just taking them to God and settling down in Him in a secure way to have Him help us to change the way we think. Now, there's wow. some practical ways we can do that, like um, thought stopping, derail your mind onto something positive, 
uh, use worship, use scripture, whatever it is, recognise, as, as Lynn says, when a flag goes up, recognise what's happening and you then transfer to the positive, what's reputable, what's true, wow. honourable. Well, I, I, and I'd love for us to actually do this in, in your connect groups. Uh, do this very thing. Just take a few moments. You can put some music on, uh, whether it's worship or some jazz or whatever kind of just allows you to be at rest. And just take some moments to maybe write down on your phone or on a piece of paper, what are the things, like Lynn said, that are concerning me right now? And, and don't try to put a filter on it. Don't try to say that's right, that's wrong. Just, just write it out, right? Mm -hmm. Just put it all yeah. down. Yeah. Whatever comes out, let it come out. Mm -hmm. um, and, and do that as a practice. You might want to take five minutes to do that. And then if you're willing, and only if you're willing, you could share that as a group. Because I find that sometimes even just sharing what's well, worrying you go oh someone else worries about that too that's that, that's human mm. <laughs> and i think what's important in that ties with something that i'm thinking at the moment is what, what happens when we share our worries with other people and they extend kindness and love to us in that moment yep. it dispels a lot of the worry that we have wow. and i think we have the capacity to do that within ourselves also yeah and i just had this image as keith was talking of ties in with what Lynn was saying um, the panel where you, you know your mind is kind of like this thoroughbred that can go wild and yeah. you know if lassoing it in is that first step of identifying it, catching yes. it we're not going to disarm it by going oh well I've seen you now and can you just go away it's right. actually a process of drawing that thoroughbred in and just gently stroking it wow. and being kind to it Wow. And through that process it calms, then we can centre ourselves, you know, if we're using that analogy, that, you know, the horse can calm itself down and start to mm. think clearly, mm. but we too can then start to go, well, what are these pillars of truth that I can then lean on? And in Jesus' name I'm letting that thought go, I'm letting wow. that yeah. part of it go, but yeah. we, it starts by accepting we have this worry mm. mm. yes. and being kind to the fact that wow. that's turned. And even and the Bible and encourages to share our, 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 even our, our sins, yeah. the yes. things that we would say we trip over. I don't think we need to be afraid of some of the thoughts that we have because yeah. at the end of the day, they're just an experience mm. ah. that we're having. You know, the thought has come to me. It's not who you are. A thought has just come to you. You've had a thought. Yeah. So I think, you know, this could be a helpful thing for you to say to yourself, to reframe it, when the, you know, you might be thinking, oh, I suck, might be your thought, and you feel badly about that, but what about if you just reframe that for a moment, you've identified it, and then you say, no, hang on a minute, the thought has come to me that, that I suck, <laughs> and you know what, that takes the thought, it creates a little bit of distance yeah. at wow. the thought, and gives you an objective perspective. I like that. And then you can... Um, uh, weigh that up against the Word of God. We don't have to be afraid of it. You know, don't be afraid and, yeah. and, and feel like, you know, your life's on fire if you have a thought. But the thought has come to me. Here it is. Oh, let's have a look at that. Mm. Let's compare that with the Word. What does the Word say? No, the Word says I'm fab. I don't suck. <laughs> so I'm just going to let that thought go oh, in like Jesus' name. And this is all gentle and kind. Mm. And we're not running and panicking because we've had a thought. It just is. A thought. Yeah. 
and, and, and it's probably what lots of other people are thinking. Yeah. Wow, and yeah. that's what Correct. I, I think I'm worse than everybody else because I thought this, but um, Paul says in 1 Corinthians 11, yeah. there's not a test or a trial or a thought that such as is common. In yes. other words, yes. what I'm worried about thinking about most other people yeah. are yeah, too. Right. Wow. So yeah. if we share it, it'll actually help other people yeah. to know yeah. they're not peculiar. And yeah. Most of what we think and feel, although it might not be positive or good, um, when we're all in it together. Wow. And God, God doesn't condemn us yeah. because of our thoughts. They just are an experience that you're having right now. You know what? Let's just... Uh, place that in its rightful place in our lives. I am having an experience. The thought has come to me. That's when it brings us, um, Pastor Ryan, to the point of choice. This is where we get to choose. Do I want to embrace that thought? Oh yes. Let's engage more in I suck thinking yeah. and uh, take that for a mile down the I suck path. Or I can say no. That's untrue. That's not what I'm going to believe about myself. I believe what God says about me. And then continuing to engage with a godly thought. And you know what? Your whole experience will change. Oh Everything will change. You this have turned so a corner. You have, you have taken a U-turn. You don't have to go down that road that you know so well. When you no. think this and then you think that and then you think the other. And by the end of it, you right? are a mess. Yeah. You don't need to go all the way down there to make this stop. Oh, you can this is stop so good. wherever you choose to stop. But awareness is key. If you become aware, you can then step back. The thought has come to me that this, yeah, I don't accept that. Just let that thought go, whatever. And I choose to believe what God says about me. I'm going to worship Him. You know what? That stops that whole unhelpful road that you've been going down that slippery all slide. this time. The I slippery slide. I, I'm reminded, and I shared this last week, Jesus felt deep things. Even before we went on the cross, he's like, oh gosh, I really, yeah. part of me really doesn't want to do this. Um, you know, he even out there invited his closest disciples, come pray with me, hey, lament this, this yeah. trouble that I'm about to go through. Um, I, wanted, I want you to share this with me. They yeah. fell asleep, of course, but, yeah. but he wanted that community of even being able to share our deepest yeah. pains is, is such a powerful thing. Oh, yeah. And then he submitted to God. I mean, let's not forget Jesus got angry. Yeah, he was he angry. Yeah. He, he, uh, he, did, he had some you know, thoughts of, I want to get out of here. I don't oh, want to do this. Um, he was tempted. Yeah. The, these human emotions that we all have. Yeah, right. uh, are, I think there's okay. something powerful about about bringing it out because we're bringing it out into the light mm. when we say it out loud. And when we say it out loud, I have people talk to me and they're thinking this, you know, thoughts that are unhelpful and harmful. And as soon as they say that, sometimes they say, oh, just is a bit ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. They just you know, write themselves. Um, yeah. Um, that's oh, very that's good. actually, and or even when I say, oh, what is that? Then they go, oh, you'll think it's silly because oh, it's already coming up almost you out of their mouths. It. That's why when the confession about it, mouth. You bring it, right. Yeah. You bring it to the light as he is in the light, you know, and so you get a different view of it perhaps when it comes out rather than it mulling around inside. This is brilliant. So, 
Step one is a group. Why don't you do that? Write down some, some of the things, unfiltered, just write it out. And then if you're willing, yeah, and you only can share the ones that you want to, but you might want to share some of the things. And if one of you suddenly has this urge to want to encourage someone, then why not say it? If it's good, let it out, you know? Um, Have a go at that. So that's number one that Paul encourages to do. The second thing that he says really strongly then is to pray and commit these things to God, right? And so what what I'd love to encourage you secondly then is, is just to do that very thing. And again, you can do that individually. You can say it just under your breath or... Or, or just committed to God, but why don't you just start to submit those things and, and just, it, and I think the confession is really powerful. I confess this feeling and a feeling like I suck. Mm. Lord, I'm inviting you to yeah. help me this and, yeah. and just and that. To love me in this space. Yeah. To love me yeah. in that space. To you in, know, this is the place of choice. The Lord. Yeah. We've already cut that unhelpful long cycle short. Yeah. We've, we've engaged with choice. Yep. which is a thing God has given us to decide which way we're going to go. We're going to submit this to God. That's a very helpful thing to do. We don't have to go down that whole road. Right. Let's cut it short and submit it to God. And maybe even saying those words, I choose to believe what is... What, what's that last yes, part of the passage that, that Paul writes? To focus on what is... Good and lovely. Right. Pure and good report. I'd say you do best by filling your minds and meditating on things true, noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious. The best, not the worst. The beautiful, not the ugly. Things to praise, not things to curse. Yeah, so he's talking about the antonyms, some of the very worries and concerns that we have in some ways, isn't he? So he's saying, believe in the truth of what God says about you, uh, and confess that. Mm. I think he's providing a guideline. Yeah. Yeah. People. Well, what what am I supposed to be thinking? Yeah. So oh, let's look at things that are good. Yes. Let's look at things that are positive about others, not critical, because our mind will generally go to unhelpful, negative, critical um, yeah. thoughts. But he's offering a bit of a guideline. It's not exhaustive. Yeah. But it's a, it's just to get us going in a direction that's helpful. I think. Right. And then the peace of God will guard our hearts and minds, yes. he says Jesus. in the scripture. Yeah. And, He'll and come and settle you down. He'll come yes. and settle you down. And, and, and that's what the Holy Spirit does. He's this beautiful, yeah. again, that, that God, yeah. God's three parts, we're four parts. It's, it's beautiful how that all works, but to welcome yeah. God's peace. And so I'd ask you, at the end of uh, your connect group, again, put some worship on on some music and just start to welcome God into the spaces and places, yeah. your mind, in, in your, and, and just welcome the peace of God, that it might guard. His. We want to sometimes put boundaries and limitations on everything, but the best way to actually do that is, is not to get into self-protection mode, right? right. I'm not going to feel, yes. I'm not going to engage with yes. other huma- humans who might make me feel anxious or worried, but rather I'm going to set up boundaries that actually uh, include God. I like space. what Rachel said there too. You know what? God's going to love you whether you're having that thought or not. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You don't have to present yourself in a way that's perfect. We all know mm-hmm. that. You know, yeah. here am I having experienced this thought, and God will love you all the same because He loves you, not just your experience. I love it. So, you know, here I am. I'm choosing to do something with this thought that's helpful. What a delight to the heart of God. 
Man, this has been so good. I want to thank you all for the panel. Again, if you missed uh, the panel, go back and listen to that podcast. But I, I think this has been so helpful, and so thank you for sharing. And I hope you've had a wonderful night at Connect Group, and uh, I'll see you or talk to you very soon. Thanks so much.